Hello, Gitanas. Welcome to Las Gitanas de LA. This is your host, Coco Di Salvo. And you may wonder what a gitana is. Well, let me tell you. A gitana is a nomad woman that knows her value and celebrates it. She's free, she's magical, she's pure art, and has a natural charm that can hypnotize you with her stunning beauty and sexy eyes. She's the official girlfriend of the wind, and she knows that anything is possible. Well, today I am very, very excited because I have a friend that is coming back and uh, we talked before uh, in a podcast, and, but we are just going to start from scratch. Uh, she has a podcast that is called Coping for Ghosting that is giving a lot of insight um, about, you know, what you can do when you get ghosted, how can you cope? And it's very healing and it helps you a lot. So I really recommend you to check her out. Her name is Greta, but I'm going to let her introduce herself and, and, and talk to you guys a little bit. Go ahead. Hi, thank you so much for having me on your show. I am honored and it's such a pleasure to be here. Thank you, Greta. Thank you so much. Are you still in San Diego? Yes, I am. Oh, cool. So how are things going? You know, everything's going really well. It was very warm yesterday. Spring is here and I'm thrilled about it. I love the warm weather. Oh, me too. I, I love San Diego any month, but, uh, you know, the spring is just so beautiful. Um, I love hiking and, and how the wildflowers are out and it's just gorgeous. It's mm -hmm. just gorgeous. The beat. What can yeah. I say? <laughs> it's magnificent. I'm, I'm lucky to be here. <laughs> you, you, yeah, you are. I want to <laughs> retire in San Diego. I think it's like the best city to retire. Mm -hmm. um, would love to have a house in La Jolla facing mm -hmm. the ocean. Perfect. My dream. So um, Greta, the reason I'm bringing you here today is because uh, of course you are a woman that I really admire. Um, I really like people that are uh, creative and, and you, you kind of created something out of uh, an event, right? That right. happened to you. Right. I, I say I turned my pain into my purpose because I was ghosted one too many times and it dawned on me that I had to, you know, show people that there's a different way to heal and cope after this type of thing happens. There's a different way than self-blame and self-hate and wallowing in self-pity and thinking, you know, what happened when you really don't know what happened. So I just made it my mission to help people feel better after the loss of somebody important in their life. Wow. That's very powerful. Um, you know, I, yesterday I was watching random uh, shows on Netflix and I, and I found this, um, this show that is called uh, bad vegan. I don't know if you <laughs> watched it. I just saw it on Netflix. I didn't, I didn't actually watch it, but I saw the little Whoa. ad for it. Wow. It's fascinating. It's mm. really fascinating because it really shows how people lose power when they are infatuated and when they are like 
uh, in love in a mm. in a different way. Like before, I think I think this girl um, was not in a good place to begin with. But I'm not gonna give you the you know, all the details, but it's about a, a, a very successful woman that after a failed relationship, um, she actually creates a very successful business and it's a raw uh, food restaurant business and she's thriving in New York. And then she, but she was very lonely, you know, she didn't, she didn't connect with anybody. And then she starts uh, dating this guy that she met online and he ended up being a con artist. Oh no! That stole almost two million dollars from her. Oh my gosh! Yeah, it was crazy. And um, but you know, she actually was very aware of the red flags, and she was keeping a, a diary. But she knew that she couldn't help herself. So it's mm. really powerful because it's like. I know this is wrong and I know I'm going down a horrible path and I'm terrified, but I can't do anything about it. So that was super. Oh, my God. And, and it's because, um, you know, this guy was was um, leading her on this uh, crazy utopia world. And and I mean, a, a very smart woman. I, I'm, I'm talking about somebody that graduated from an Ivy League school and very successful in New York. And, you know, and she actually but she knew it was bullshit. But the idea of giving away that fantasy, <laughs> you know, was like worse for her. Oh my god! And and she knew it was it's fascinating. I, I'm totally hooked. Uh, but anyway, um, what I'm talking about is like people sometimes don't understand that ghosting is a blessing. Mm-hmm. Right, right. It's a right? redirection. It's a redirection, and and it will create space and time so that you have more opportunity to invite healthier relationships into your life. Right, and you can even have the time now to dive deeper into connecting with yourself. And so it, it definitely is a blessing in disguise. And I know that if you were just ghosted and you're listening to this and you're hearing me say it's a blessing in disguise, that can, that might feel really hurtful right now. And that might feel really like you might be in a place where you're raw and it just happened, but I've been ghosted a bunch of times and I'm speaking from personal experience that down the line, you're going to be able to see where this fits into your life. And there are lessons to be learned. There are silver linings, even if it's a silver lining, like, you know, I, I don't want to be with somebody who doesn't have good conflict resolution skills. Mm-hmm. And now, you know what you don't want, right? right. Because that person was unable to speak. Um, communicate really effectively. So what I'm trying to say is that ultimately they're going to teach you something and that in itself is a good thing. Absolutely. And, and you have to, you have to understand that in life, you don't know, you don't always win. Mm -hmm. And when you don't win, you don't lose because you learn. Mm-hmm, exactly. Right? And, and you have to take every every situation and every experience and every ghosting experience. If you're putting yourself out there and you're going through rela- relationships uh, or friendships even um, and then you get ghosted, 
you have to learn something about it. Maybe you learn uh, things about yourself that you didn't know before, right? Right. Or you, or you think, oh well, um, I didn't run a background check on this guy. Maybe <laughs> you know this is the universe uh, keeping me safe. Many, many things, no, that can happen, but it's never your fault. That's the most important thing to keep in mind. It's never your fault. You did right. nothing to deserve that. Exactly. And along those lines, their behavior, their inability or their choice not to communicate, that's on them. There's a really good quote. The author is unknown, but it says how somebody treats you is a reflection of what's going on inside them. It's not about you. So when somebody ghosts you, it speaks volumes about their emotional maturity. It's showing that they have deep communication issues. Yes. It's not your fault that they didn't say goodbye. Right. Right. And it's not because you're not pretty enough. It's not that you're not good enough. Uh, Nothing. None of that. It's just that this person is in a very weird space and it's better for you that he just walks away. Seriously. It's like, it's good for, it's going to be good for you. Exactly. Because hurt people hurt people. The people that ghosts are really, they often struggle with low self-esteem. They struggle with transparent communication and a fear of rejection. And So when you're ghosted, you might say, you know, why did this happen to me? Right. Like this is one of the first things people say is just like, why did this happen? And I want you to know that it doesn't really matter why. And it's not your job to figure it out. Um, The reason I say that is because you're not the ghost therapist, You're not a detective and you need to spend your precious time and energy focusing on how to heal yourself as opposed to figuring out why they did this or what is wrong with them or what kind of depression or diagnosis they have, right? Like you need to now focus on yourself and cope in a healthy way. Allow yourself to grieve breathe, focus on yourself and your, on your life and do things that make you happy. Like the way you speak to yourself after you're ghosted is so important. Talk to yourself in a loving and gentle way and have compassion for yourself. Absolutely. That's, that's so true. And um, speaking of ghosting experiences, I think it's important that we talk about friends that ghost. Right. Because it's the, I think that's actually a bad ghosting experience because you have a relationship established already and um, you have a rapport, you know, this person, you know, the the person well, if, uh, if you have spent time. And so this is like a surprise that you didn't expect. And it's very passive aggressive because apparently you did something that you don't know. And and you you keep saying, okay, I did this. Um, Is this really what happened? And you go through the scenario over and over and you can't find a justification like. um, But it's like, how 
does the other person perceives this reality, right? Mm-hmm. Because if if this person is so hurt that she decides to walk away like that, um, you know, it makes you think like, gee, like, what am I missing here? Right. And it, it may drive you crazy. So that's the, did that ever happen to you? Like a friendship ghost? It's happened to me twice and a half. And I'll say, I'll explain all the scenarios. So the first time was in high school and I had, it was my junior year of high school and she was my best friend at my school. And out of the blue, she stopped talking to me completely. It was awful. One day I walked up to her and I tried to say something and she just turned around and walked away. She didn't answer any of my calls and it was a nightmare. Honestly, it was shocking. I felt betrayed. I felt, I mean, I, I became a little bit scared to become friends with more people. Cause I, I didn't want it to happen again. It was a really traumatic event for me because we had gone from being super close to having this huge rift. We never talked again until, until I randomly bumped into her. I don't know, at least 10 years later. Wow. And right. And we, we grew up in California and now I'm in Massachusetts. We bumped into each other and it wasn't like I could get away from her. It was more like I was stuck because I was picking up food inside of a restaurant and they were just, my order was delayed and she was in the restaurant and I couldn't leave. There was no escape. She calls my name and I go up to her and get this. She apologized and (laughs) she said how messed up she was and how she was going through all this stuff and how I didn't deserve it. And I always tell people never expect an apology from your ghost, but it was, it was wild. So yeah. I mean, she, she definitely, you know, is a perfect example of like, she she was tell you why she she didn't tell me why it it was more like we were with her and her husband and her, her child. And so I don't think we wanted to go into it, but yeah, I definitely, I didn't really feel like talking to her again after that. So we didn't really exchange numbers. (laughs) Yeah. We did not exchange numbers. I just, I, I mean, I, I forgive her, but I don't necessarily want to be her friend or continue that in any way, shape or form. I totally understand. Um, you know, I am a very forgiving person and, and, you know, if a person comes generally uh, back to me and says, you know, I messed up, uh, my ego was in the way and I don't know what I was thinking. I, I really messed up and I'm sorry. Um, I was mad because of this, even though it makes no sense. I think I could I could move on. But but I guess people that take that um, route, it's very hard for them because um, the fact that they hurt you so, so much, because giving the silent treatment to a friend is like the ultimate um, revenge, right? It's like they want to hurt you because they're not giving you an explanation. You don't know what happened. You don't know why they're so mad that they cannot even talk to you. And then they ignore you. They block you, whatnot. And, and it's like, how can you go from here to here in two seconds with no warning? And, you know, 
yeah. and 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 then you you try to to think about it, and it's like how how did this happen? Like, was this person really giving me any signals or or any hints? Like, what did I say? What did I do? Uh, how you know how that was played? And it doesn't matter because even if you get upset and you you know let's say that I have a fight and this person. Um, things that I was rude or I said something offensive. No, let's say, but she doesn't tell me or maybe, you know, it's like, or maybe I didn't know that that was offensive, but it's like the fact that people cannot talk about it. It's, it's kind of like messed up. It, it doesn't matter if you don't want to be friends with that person anymore, but the human thing to do is just say, listen, I think you're a shitty human being. I don't like the way you think about this issue. And your comment was super rude, whatever. Right. And I feel like I need some time on my own. Right. I, I wish, be, you know, yeah. like that. And and I would be like, cool, like, I'm really sorry. Like, I totally get it. And, you know, be my guest, like whatever you need. And I will approach and I would try to make it up or, or not. But, you know, but at least there's a conversation. Um, there is like some dialogue about it right but but it's like going through like all of the sudden they don't talk to you and they they ignore you and you know in front of everybody and 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 they start this war in front of everybody um it's kind of messed up and and you really don't know how to how to deal with it i personally um went through a ghosting experience like that um not so long ago with with a friend that I, I I really liked and and you know and and it was a, it was uh, somebody that I was important to me and and we had um I thought we had a, a good connection and and I always I always had fun with her but um there was a disagreement and then she got upset and stormed out and I tried to talk to her and and she ignored me and and then she blocked me and she never spoke to me again. Uh, like I, I did something so horrible and so bad that, you know, I just had to be out of her life for good. And people were wondering, like, gee, what happened? You guys were all the time doing things together. Like, what's going on with you guys? And I'm like, I don't know. I don't know what happened. But that was my face with uh, people, but in, inside, like uh, at home, I was really sad. I was sad because I lost a friend and I didn't know why. And this person didn't think that I was important enough to talk about it. So okay. was- I want to stop you right there. <laughs> this person <laughs> didn't think I was important enough to talk about it. So I want I invite you to reconsider that statement and maybe reframe it in a way that's more neutral because we don't really know what she thinks at all because she's no, not communicating. It's just a guessing with you. game. Yes. Right. And so I think a, a healthier way to say it or a more neutral way to say it might be this person didn't say goodbye 
I don't know what she's thinking. I don't know how she feels about me right now. If I'm important, if I'm not important, I don't, I don't really know what she's thinking because she's, she's not communicating with me, but I know how I feel and I am feeling really frustrated and sad. And so I'm going to sit with my feelings and I'm going to honor them and I'm going to take care of myself. Huh. That's good. Mm-hmm. Right. Because so many people say, you know, my ghost, my ghost hates me. And I, I wonder, how do you know that's true? And I want to just say, I'm so sorry for what you went through. That's just awful. And unfortunately, more and more people are going through the, it these days. You're not alone. Mm-hmm. I had a similar experience. That was my second ghosting by a friend. We also had a really big kind of, we had, we had a unique situation to put it lightly. That was kind of an emergency situation. And then she was very upset with me as a result of it. And then she never talked to me again. And I think it's really important for us to advocate for ourselves, to speak up for ourselves and to denormalize ghosting. Mm -hmm. So I actually sent her a text and I said, you know, I'm, and this was a few months, maybe six months after she had stopped talking to me. I said, I'm extremely disappointed that I haven't heard from you and I'm not sure what you're going through or if you don't know what to say, but that doesn't give you the excuse to ghost me. You know, you're better than this. You're capable of kind communication and I deserve more. And she didn't respond to that. But at least I know that I did everything I could to stand up for myself and say what I was feeling. Yeah. Yeah. And and you should never be ashamed of showing love or compassion or or awareness or even inside, because that shows that, you know, you care and you're a good human, really. Right. Right. I, I do. I, I feel for my ghosts because they are clearly at a minimum struggling with communicating, Mm -hmm. right? If they can't say goodbye, there's obviously an issue. Right. And so I, I do have compassion for them and I have compassion for what I'm going through. And, and I, I'm glad you bring that up because, you know, it's a grief process. Mm It, it ebbs and it flows. It comes in waves and people might be callous and say, oh, you can get over it, get over it or whatever, but that's insensitive. You know, we have to grow around our grief and I still cherish the good times that I spent with that woman, with my ghost. I I still think about her and I want the best for her. And I hope that one day she'll come back to me and and in this case, after, you know, a 15 year friendship, I hope that one day she'll come back to me and I, it would be different than the high school one. It would, I would, I would actually be curious to know how she's doing. And I would really, really care. And cause I, I do miss her. I don't like the way things ended. And so you can still love your ghost, right? right. I know that you could be angry too, but you can be, you can hold both feelings simultaneously being angry at the person you love. That's true. Um, and it's okay to love your ghost too. Um, yeah, I love my ghost. I, I, I love her and I, I hope um, she has the best life and the best of luck because I never stopped rooting for her 
or for any of my friends, really. Right. And um, yeah, but but it's it's true that when you go through an experience like that, it's it's good to have coping uh, mechanisms in, in place. And it really helped me going through your Instagram when I was going through through that period, even though I didn't reach out to you or I didn't tell you or mm -hmm. something, but it's like I, I would go and I would read about it now and it will make me feel better. Good. So I really, I really think you're doing a great job out there for uh, people that are in pain and, and suffering as I was. I, I was, Thank I was you. crying for days and yeah, you know, because it's painful. It's like, it is, it's like they're taking something out of you that you cherish and loved and, and you don't know why. And, and it's unfair because you, you feel like maybe I should have done something or what if I said this or did that, or, you know, maybe I, I missed that, that she was hurting and I, I should have intervened or who knows, um, but but it helps to it helps to embrace the pain too. Mm -hmm. I think you have to own the pain and mm -hmm. accept it and and be sad. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and and I know that you did the best you could with the information you had at the time in within the friendship. And you're right about the pain. I mean, when you're ghosted it triggers the same pathways in our brain mm -hmm. that are activated when we feel physical pain. And I've actually I, seen people say like, Oh, take a Tylenol, you know, <laughs> if you will help with the emotional pain that you're going through. So I'm glad that my, my Instagram helped. It did. Um, it did. That means a lot to me. Yeah, yeah. Because I was alone. Um, and I would talk to somebody, but the, the person would not understand is like, that makes no sense. Like, why don't you try to reach out to her right. through other person? But I said, like, mm -hmm. that doesn't make sense. Like, mm -hmm. how am I going to be? But I don't even know what I'm trying to accomplish. Like, I have no idea what happened. And, you know, we're adults and I just need to accept that she's just doing her own thing and, and she needs that. And I respect it, you know? That's really big of you to say that you accept it and you respect it. I, I feel the same way about, I feel the same way about my friend who, who ghosted me. I, you know, if she doesn't want to be my friend, I'm not going to force it on her. Right. right, I can't, right. I'm not going to be like showing up at her door or anything <laughs> creep, creepy like that. I just, I I'm sad. Yeah. I'm sad. It sucks, but I also honor mm -hmm. her. I mean, even if she hasn't stated it, it's, it's a message. She right. clearly doesn't want anything to do with me anymore. And, and it really brings you to a very dark space. If you, if you go that path, because, you know, you kind of like bring back previous traumas and right. whatnot. And it's like, it, it's a big, um, how do you, these, how do you see, how do you say this effect that is like a, it's a trigger. Uh, um, yeah. But it's like a ball that rolls and rolls on, and it's getting bigger and bigger. Huh? Yeah. Tumbleweed. <laughs> yeah. Like that. Um, so you get that, 
you get that uh, feeling that is getting worse and worse. Uh, if you go, yeah, spiraling. Yeah, <laughs> that's a better word. <laughs> it's like <laughs> Um, it's it's kind of like that, and then you know, uh, it's like you have to find ways of of feeling better, of getting better. For me, it was your um, podcast, your Instagram, and it also helped this book that I read. It's called Letting Go, and I am obsessed with it. I am recommending it to everybody because it's it's called Letting Go: The Path to Surrender. So it's helping, uh, it's giving you tools to when something unexpected and bad happens to you to accept it and to let go and, and surrender. And it's an exercise that, you know, it's difficult, but it's so helpful. And, and it really, it really helped me. I will check that out. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a good, it's a good book and it helps you with everything really with any conflict that you may have mm-hmm. in life, any experience and, and it really puts things in perspective, at least for me it did. Um, I kind of like think that life is too short and that we need to, we need to leave every day as is the last day on earth mm-hmm. because you never know what's going to happen. And, and, and you cannot dwell on things that make no sense or that you can't do anything about them. You cannot change them. You cannot undo them. You have to accept and let it and let go. And yeah, it's, it's very powerful. I agree. I agree. Um, I wanted to circle back to something really quickly. Oh yeah. Sure. At the beginning of this, I had said that I had two and a half ghosts. Oh yeah. I forgot yeah. to ask you about that. And I wanted to that. explain the half. The half. Okay. So I thought I was ghosted by somebody who after a breakup, um, she came, she came over, she was a friend through my ex and I gave her all the dirt on the breakup. Mm-hmm. And then I never heard from her again. Whoa. And, and I reached out to her and, and it really, at the time, it felt like she just wanted like all the gossip of the breakup, the details. And then I just felt completely betrayed. I felt like it was so unfair. How could she do this to me? Right. right. But looking back on this, I never, I texted her maybe, maybe like once or something like that after the breakup. Um, or after having that talk with her and I expected her to reach out to me and I didn't really try that hard. Like I never called her. I didn't try to reach her in any other way, except for maybe a text message. So even though I thought I was ghosted, when I look back, I could have been more vocal. I could have sent her an assertive text message that said like, Hey, I haven't heard from or even picked up the phone and called her like people used to do back way back when. So I just want to say that if you feel like you're ghosted by a friend, but you're just kind of waiting for them to get in contact with you, I think it's important that you actually take initiative and you reach out. That's good advice. Yeah. Um, and then I also wanted to bring up one other thing. My friend thought she was ghosted 
And she was really upset. And she called me and said, you know, one of my, one of my friends is MIA. Like it's been a few weeks. I haven't heard from her at first. I was worried. Now I'm just pissed. And later on, my friend called me back and said, I found out what happened to this woman. She had checked herself in to a rehab for drug and drugs and alcohol. Oh my God. Right. So that's why she was, <laughs> that's where she was the whole time. Secret. Yeah. She wasn't allowed to use her phone. So that kind of goes back to my point about assumptions and, and really just not trying to figure out why, because you really don't know unless the person tells you directly. So often we say, Oh, it's something I did. Right. Or we put the blame on ourselves, but really hurt people, hurt people. And, you know, there could be something else going on with the ghost. So I just want you to know that don't be quick to blame yourself and try never to blame yourself. That's really unhelpful. Um, Be, be gentle with yourself. Thank you. That's that's really awesome. And Greta, what are you doing right these days? Because I think your podcast is growing and and your following is growing and and you seem to be very productive with uh, your journey of helping people to cope. Mm-hmm. And um, that sounds super exciting. Are you writing a book? What is going mm-hmm. on? You know, I want to write a book. I want to write a book called Coping with Ghosting. Yeah, I think it's good. <laughs> um, well, right now I'm offering coaching around ghosting. So to help you with your mindset after you've been ghosted, because I believe that you can feel better mm-hmm. and that the pain will subside if you go about it in a really healthy way. And I, I would be honored to help anyone who's listening on that journey if they need additional support around it. Oh, that's great because you really, sometimes you're in, a, in such a dark place that you absolutely need somebody with perspective and with insight. And if you have been ghosted, having, having a person that is a coach that helps you cope with ghosting. I think that's Mm -hmm. fantastic. Yeah. So what do you do is like uh, you, you can schedule an appointment like with a Mm -hmm. therapist, something like that. Exactly. Yeah. I have um, actually, you could book a free 15 minute intro call on my website, which is copingwithghosting.com. And we could see if we're, if you want to work with me, if we're a good match and I can learn more about your situation. And then I have, um, different offerings. So you can go, go learn about that. Also on my website, I do have a free guide with six copy and paste texts to send to your ghosts. Uh, and I also have some other great free resources and a link to my coping with ghosting podcast. Love and also, it. yeah. And I have an, uh, Facebook group. <laughs> as oh, well. that's great. Yeah. I love Facebook groups. It's, they're so, uh, it's a, such a great way to keep connected and, and to, you know, I have a question or I need advice on this and, and people can support and it's great. I love it. I think it's great. How many followers do you have in that group? How many members? Oh, you know, I have right now it's uh, just over 500. Jesus, Greta, that's big. Wow. Yeah. Good job. Yeah. I That's think it's awesome. 
Thank you. I How, think it's what's a, the name of? Uh, can you give my? Can you give us the the handle? You know the the social oh. media handle. Right. So on Instagram, it's coping with ghosting. Facebook, it's the coping. Just type in coping with ghosting. You'll see it, and you can join the group. I'm gonna do that. Good. Yeah, and you can you can share your story. It's a very active group. Lots of posts, and I'm. I love that. I love that. That's fantastic. I I wish I had that group when I was going through this Mm. because it's like when you break up with some, like when you have a breakup, it's, it's awesome. And it's great to have a breakup buddy, you know, and this Mm -hmm. is like a ghosting buddy kind of thing. Right. And well, everybody understands what we're all going through. And, you know, (laughs) I honestly, I want to start a a support group. I want to start a drop-in support group really soon. So that's in the works. I'm coming to you within the next month or two. (laughs) Oh my God. That would be amazing. So it's like meetings uh, once a week or something like that. And you just virtual meetings. Exactly. Oh, wow. That's great. I -hmm. love that. That's Mm -hmm. really cool. I'm going to sign up for sure. (laughs) Because, you know, with this, you know how it is. It's like you go through stages and then one day you think you're okay, And and then you you remember something and it brings you down a little. I completely understand. Oh, oh, I get it. I I mean, I don't I don't miss or I don't uh, dwell on um on ghosting experiences that I had with, uh, with men, because, you know, mm. I've been ghosted and I, I, I don't, I, I mean, I don't care anymore. You know <laughs> what I mean? It's like, that's great. Whatever. But, but with a friend is different. Like you move on, but then all of a sudden we, one day you think about something and yeah. you're like, Oh, gee. And yeah, you might feel weak. And, and this group is probably great. This group, this Facebook group is great. I know the su- drop-in support group will be amazing. I just, I can't wait for it to begin. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to join. You're going to see mm-hmm. me there. And um, for anybody listening out there, please join uh, Greta um, and her Facebook group. Um, if you, if you're going through this or if you, or if you're just curious and want to be ready, mm-hmm. um, or if you have past ghosts that you're going to solve past feelings. And um, yeah. And if they have any questions, they can just message you or. Yeah. You know, um, if you have any questions, yeah, go ahead and message me. I have a lot of people writing to me. So I actually um, will send a more of an automated message back, but it has a list of all the different resources and ways to ask questions. But on the Facebook group, everybody's asking questions every single day. So that's, that's probably the best place. <laughs> okay. So um, let's, let's um, do that. And thank you so much, Greta, for, for joining me. It's such a pleasure. And I hope I can I can be invited to your coping with ghosting and and have fun in your podcast too because I, it's, I really love your podcast I'm a fan thank you <laughs> I would love to have you on it yeah we could talk all things ghosting and that would be a great episode so yeah yeah and I can prepare too um, <laughs> I'm, I, I'm, I'm I like to have conversations but but sometimes when when you have um, a theme that you can work around and and give some insights and and some details it's it makes it even more interesting for sure yeah (laughs) so thank you so much Greta I hope to I hope to see you soon and I really appreciate all you do for the community 
Thank you. It was so nice to be here and I hope you have a great night. Yeah, thank you. And for you, Gitanas, I'll see you next week. Stay tuned.